Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own research analysis before making any investment based on your personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our website or podcast and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Let me ask you something, man. Don't stop. I'm not finished yet. Do you ever ask yourself? Don't stop. I'm not when finished When are they ever going to stop? Do you ever ask yourself? When those bad boys are going to stop making all that money? What's up, my future one percenters? This is Marathon Money brought to you by MarathonMoneyPlus.com. I'm Cam Jones, the prince of the stock market, a.k.a. your favorite billionaire's favorite thousandaire. And you already know who I'm with. You know the sound. Kenny Coins. What up, man? Sheesh. We got ice <laughs> in our veins, baby. We back. We back. We back. We back the, um, the day after uh, the Nets lost to the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. That was a good game. It was a good game. It was a good game. The uh, man, I was taking a look at the Dow, and yeah, I was I reading was. a couple articles, man. And they had this past week; they had the worst week since October. And you know, I pay attention to the Nasdaq a lot, um, but I started looking at the Dow, and they kind of falling off a cliff here. I mean, if you go to the S and P. If I can get it up, I just lost my space, my spot. Um, well, just talk about the NASDAQ real quick till I find it. If you look at the NASDAQ, the NASDAQ isn't falling off. Of I want to bring up something real quick before. Yo, I think. I think we finally reached the end of the bear market, to tell you the truth. Um, the end of the bear market probably probably will give it maybe one or two more weeks you probably reach the end of it Um, and I'm talking about all around and that's for crypto too and I think we came to I think it's coming to an end because I'm looking at this from the daily chart and we're so far under the we're in a negative territory, so we're on the bear market territory because this thing is a negative 250 right which, now. Which in the one Dow. You talk, what, what, oh, on the Dow, okay. Yeah, that's a negative 250. Negative 250 and on what, though? You know that indicator I show you called CCI? Yeah, yeah, okay. So when it gets to a, a negative 250 in that type of range, is it a full, it's like the bear market is coming down to like it's coming to exhaustion mm -hmm. and since i've been looking at that um it looks like it's coming to exhaustion because the last time it was down here at this this level it was almost it was last year and it bounced right up 
But the problem, the thing is, I don't know what's making it fall off a cliff. Last year, we knew the pandemic did that. Right, yeah. Well, but I this think year, we don't know. If if you go to yeah. um, some of the news, because the Dow is usually one that's affected by, like, interest rate hikes and stuff like that. Um, well, actually, all other um, indexes are, so let me take that back. But, so, you know, the Fed came out this past week. I don't know if it was Wednesday or Thursday, and they were talking about, you know, interest rates are going to be raised in 2023. They're going to do two rate hikes. Now, obviously, when when the stock market hears a rate hike, you know, it doesn't like it. But if we go back to past rate hikes, because we don't know what they're going to hike it to, the rate hikes aren't that big. They'll be like, you know, a quarter of a percent, which is, oh, I mean, if you buying a house, of course, a quarter of a, per- of a percent interest rate lower is, is really good. But in terms of like just overall, let's say a savings account now, you're getting 1% instead of 0.75%. That's really not doing too much. Um, but my, my thing is more like this. I feel like. You might, you are right in that sense. I feel like the market is just over dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, for I was saying I was I was saying all those words to kind of say that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. No, man, I understood. But I'm just saying, like, we get so over dramatic that the market. That's why I said I don't really have an idea of why it's down there because even if they raise it, it's not gonna raise it that much. It's gonna be like a little tiny tick up. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and I guarantee more likely is they're probably not gonna raise it. We do all this fuss every year. Every year we go through this, and it doesn't get raised. Um, it does get raised one year, but it doesn't go as as much. I don't think they're gonna raise it this year. That's my personal opinion. It probably will, but I don't. Well, if you if you think about the rate hike, right? It's twenty twenty doing it in twenty twenty three. That's about two years away, and. If this doesn't show the listeners out there that the stock market is forward looking, it's always looking toward the future, then I don't know what does. You know, something that's going to happen two years from now affected the market now. So if I'm taking a look at the Dow, it's underneath the 20 day and the 50 day. You know, it's, it's got some weakness. I know you said you're looking for a little reversal, uh, maybe about two more weeks or so more of this. I'm thinking that, you know, a good time to start loading up on stuff would be to dial at about 31,000 because that's where the 200-day moving average is. Now, I don't think that this rate hike is going to just tank the whole market for a long time. I just think that, like what you said, the stock market is overdramatic. It's made this overdramatic move. But people always come back to the deals when stuff gets cheap enough it's a deal people start buying when people start buying you know that's when um the stocks go back up i feel like if you look at all the indexes mm-hmm 
every single one of them from the S and P, Nasdaq, all took major hits. You put the I feel like the Dow and took the worst though. The Dow took the worst because it's the biggest. That's that's just well it's if you the go biggest. if you go if you, you know go I mean? back if, to if, but if you go back to like April and May, the Nasdaq took the biggest hit, but those are the S P and the Dow did not get hit as much. I feel like it's the reverse now. No, because that was just because it was technology driven. Mm-hmm. I once the Dow goes where most of its components in the Dow thirty is most majority technology companies, you'll start seeing it look like the Nasdaq. And then I feel like because the Dow's two times bigger than the Nasdaq, you're gonna see a lot bigger hits. Dow was down one thirty. No, Dow, uh, NASDAQ was down 130. Dow was down 500 and some points. Yeah, yeah. Dow was down I feel 500, like almost 520. Thing, yeah. The only reason why I feel like they look like they got big, they look like, because they're a bigger, they're a bigger uh, index. I feel like the NASDAQ was up there too. You probably see something closer to that. But right now, a lot of the Dow, um, components that what's in the Dow right now, a lot of the stocks that are in the Dow are not technology. So, and they're already down. Those stocks, most majority of those stocks in the Dow are already majority down. So they're going to take up, they're going to take an even bigger hit than before. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's my opinion on that. But I think right now it's, it's going to get to that bargaining season. I think we were, everybody was expecting it to be back in March. I think it just maybe came two or three months late, but I think we're gonna go back to what Cam was saying. It's gonna be it's gonna be bargaining season. We're gonna everybody's gonna be out here looking for deals. Deals are coming. Everybody's gonna be looking for deals. Yeah, and I think Tesla right now at six hundred dollars is a deal. Yeah, I've been saying that for a couple weeks now. Like any anything under six hundred for Tesla is is excellent. Well, it, it's over six hundred now. Deals out it, here. It's, it's six hundred twenty-three right now, but it was under six hundred for like two weeks. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of companies out here that that's gonna be there's gonna be deals, and I think we all should pay attention because the market is taking an overall tank. Yo, I was so we need to be looking at that. I was I was thinking about something. Just about the electric, I'm glad you brought up Tesla, about the electric car market, right? You have a lot of these companies coming through. You got NEO, yeah, I know they're in Asia, but you got NEO, X, Xping, um, Lee Auto, those three are in Asia. You got Tesla, you got um, Lucid, you got Fisker, you got, uh, there's another one, there's one more. I forgot the name of it, but there's one there's one more. And then on top of all of that, right, for electric car, those are just the let's straight electric cars. Well, Fisk is besides Fisker. Um, but on top of all that, you have your normal car companies like Ford, GM, Hyundai. You know what I'm saying? So I guess what I'm saying is not all of these No, I, I get what you're saying. Not all of these electric car companies are gonna make it. 
because there's there because no. the GMs and and Fords they're gonna get into electric cars, and that's the brands that people already know, right? Uh, which I don't think that they can compete with Tesla, but for some of these smaller players like a Lucid, maybe a Neo Xping, um, you know, they're gonna be fighting for like the number four or five spot. How many electric car companies you think is gonna make it in twenty years? Probably like how Tesla. many? There's only there's only like what? How many top brands are out right now in gas companies? What we'll say seven, the most top seven brand they are bought: Toyota, Honda, Toyota, Honda, Ford, Hyundai, Ford, Hyundai, GM, GM. Uh, Mazda. Mazda, yeah. There you go. That's six. Um, Jeep. Yeah. Jeep. Jeep. There's only really seven out there right now. There's other plenty of like, you got Buick. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but there's really only like seven out there that really gets bought. And then Jeep falls under Chrysler, but like seven that really, really out there that gets every single day and you'll see if you look on the road you'll see majority of them on the road right um i'm gonna tell you right now four of them already got the top four spot and then you have to add tesla at number one so the five top spot in electric cars is probably already taken right exactly just put it i just put it in just simple terms that the five top spots already taken and tesla's at number one then you're gonna you have to you got Ford. You already see Ford. What Ford got out there, everybody loves it. So Ford might be a big, big player. GM might be a big, big player. Right. Um, there's a lot. Of, first three spots is already solid. And those guys already have money and they've been making cars for years. Um, so you got to think about it. Not years, decades, centuries. Yeah. Um, so the first three spots already taken. It's not once you get past five, it's not really that much. <laughs> you your cars are not gonna get picked up, bro. <laughs> your cars not gonna get picked up like that. And not it, to mention, not gonna you be know, selling in the. Not to mention, you know, if you if you fighting for the five spot, who you fight? You fighting with somebody like, so Neo and, and Lucid and them. Even though I still like Neo, by the way, but Lucid Neo and them, they be fighting with. Mazda. They'd be probably fighting with Hyundai. Hyundai's a good car, too. We talking about these two are fighting with established car companies already. That, okay, they don't do electric. the biggest loyal follower. Right. And and maybe they don't do electric all that well yet. But but they have everything ready to, to make the cars whenever they want to. You know, they have the the space the technology, the equipment. While Lucid and them, they just starting off. The money. The money. Yeah, that's a, that's a big part yeah. of it. <laughs> so we're not saying, oh, don't invest in them. We're just telling you these are the uphill challenge. Exactly. That are a pair that you can see. You know what I mean? Everybody, this is like the oil rush, the gold rush. Everybody's rushing to make electric cars now. 
seven years ago, the only player here was Tesla. Tesla. Now there's like all these electric car companies. And Tesla's going to have the number one spot because they're the first one next. So they're going to be there for a long time. It's just like Ford. Ford was number one, even though there was like 20 different car companies out there. Ford was number one because they created it. They created the car. It was number one for a long time. Ford started falling off after 08. That's how long it took. <laughs> That's how, no, think about how long that took for Ford to really fall off. That's how long it took. Just, just put that in mind. When you're first, bro, people buy your car for a long time. And it takes a long time before somebody will look another direction. You know what I mean? Yeah, you really got to screw up. Yeah, yeah, you really got to screw up. Ford showed you that. You can screw that up. (laughs) You can screw that up. Um, GM showed you that. Sears showed you that. JCPenney showed you that. You can screw something up. You can screw something up, and it'll take down your whole business. Almost a 30, 40 billion dollar company. You can screw it up. Trust me. This whole notion that everybody used to believe we're too big to fail, you can fail. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can. But I wanted to bring up Airbnb. Okay. I'm going to let you know Airbnb ain't going to be around for a long time. Oh, that's a that's a big statement. That's a big statement. Yo. Airbnb, $100 billion dollar company at, right now. Airbnb, $100 billion and growing. I, here, here's what I'm saying. Hotels, it's okay. I've, have you looked at the stats lately? I have not. Airbnb is charging so much now because of the rules and regulations that just to stay for one night to stay at a decent place is $400 when the hotel's 200 and you get all the amenities. So what's the regulations they put on Airbnb? I didn't hear about this or I didn't pay attention. Oh, there's tons of, there's tons of regulations. So when Airbnb first started, every it was a wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. You, you go, you get, a, you can rent a house, throw a party, do all this stuff. Now there's so much regulations in every single state, and every state has its own regulations. That to the point where, like, okay, so here's the best one. I'm in New York, right? Yeah. Basically, every lease now say you can't Airbnb. Oh, okay, I got you. Can't you. Airbnb. Every single lease now almost says that. Very few lease will let you do it. Very few. Right. Okay. And that's I see. Almost I going see now. I feel you. Countrywide, that's almost going like because my mom, she would say she wanted Airbnb her house, and they they like Airbnb sent her a list of stuff you cannot do, and then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, you're gonna get charged for this cleaning, you're gonna get charged for this, you're gonna get charged for maintenance, you're gonna get charged for the maid coming by, you're gonna get charged for this, and then you you don't get fresh towels like you would get on a hotel. You don't right, get yeah, yeah. Uh, all that service that a hotel provides. And then now a hotel, you can do that. Say you go to the Marriott, you can stay in a nice double suite for 200 bucks a night and get all those amenities, pool, service, fresh towels, cleaning person, 200 a night. <laughs> or you can go to Airbnb and get none of that for 400 a night just because you have 
it's privately secluded. It's not even worth it. Or do Kenny be using them? He needs them fresh towels, man. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Bro. Yeah, I need the fresh, fresh towels towel. too. Of course, but I I'm need just the fresh towels. I'm, I'm make. I'm just making. I'm making a point. It's just like unless unless Airbnb fixes those problems, it's just way too many fees. I want you guys to just go on the Airbnb and book. And go to books and there will be so much fees before you get to the, your actual price. Yeah, yeah. And it costs a ton and so many rules. You barely can even move in the apartment. And then not only that, they can cancel at any time. If the person with the apartment can cancel at any time. Like you it could be three days before your trip, cancel. A day before your trip, cancel. Oh, I ain't know that. Yeah. And all they're gonna do is refund your money in the hole, but they can just cancel right then and there. Right then, you got to find another spot. So, hey, with that information, I'm I'm starting to think like you know maybe I'm not ready to say Airbnb ain't gonna be around, but with that info, Airbnb won't be a hundred billion dollar company. You know what I'm saying? What I meant by they won't be around. Now it'll take some time. I'm just saying that they won't be around if they don't fix these issues. Mm-hmm. It just, it's not, it, it's, it's a great concept. It worked, but there's just too many rules now. Just mm-hmm. way, way, the rules are killing them. There's just too many rules. It's way too many rules. The rules are just hurting them. Where a hotel, there's no rules. There's not really that much rules. You're free to do anything besides set a fire to the building you're good it's really no you know what i mean you're good but this like just look at it cleaning fees maintenance fees all this fees that are added to this and then you're not getting all this extra stuff that you used to get right yeah and then hotels can lower their rate yeah hotels can keep lowering their rate because you can get you can get a double suite for almost 59 dollars a night but you can't control what Airbnb price goes for because it's on the individual person. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a, it's you people. I, you can start seeing holes in it. Now, maybe I was a little bold by saying they might go out of business, but I'm telling you, they might go out of business if they don't fix these problems. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot of fees, a lot of issues. Um, the owner, the person that owns the property is majority in control. So if they, they feel like something happens and they cancel, then you're kind of stuck. You know, there's a lot of issues with that. And you know, what, what price is what the stock right now, Airbnb stock right now, one fifty two, $152. I just don't see, I just don't see it being this being at one fifty two. Any any longer once most of the stuff starts coming into play. They were all the way up here at the high was two hundred nineteen dollars. Basically, it was very close to two twenty. You know, so they came down a lot. I consider Airbnb and DoorDash in the same lane now, but I like DoorDash a lot. What what do you think about DoorDash? Do you have the same uh, opinion. DoorDash. 
What'd you say? I hate DoorDash. I hate DoorDash. <laughs> Hold on. Do you hate you hate DoorDash personally, or you hate DoorDash to stock because of some reason? No, I hate per DoorDash personally. Like, <laughs> dude, let me tell you something about DoorDash. DoorDash is a phenomenal, phenomenal concept. Phenomenal. It's literally it provides jobs for everybody. There's DoorDash is probably the only if. If you lost your job today, if you DoorDash for five to eight hours, you're good. It's just like Uber. You can, like, you, we're in the, because of DoorDash and Uber, we're reaching in a point of day and age where all you have to do is get a, you don't even have to get an expensive phone. All you have to do is get one smartphone for a hundred and some dollars. And you can literally have, by the, by the end of the week, by the end of the week, you could literally have seven to seven to eight hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uber and DoorDash. Only thing I don't want to put Uber in there because you have to have a car. So I can't say. But DoorDash, you need nothing. No, you need a car no. with DoorDash. You need a car. Oh, no, I'm thinking I'm in New York. Yeah, I'm about to say now. I'm about to say now. New York I mean? probably don't need a car. Yeah. You know, because yeah, everything is right there. But uh, you know where I'm at. Yeah, you need a car. Yeah, I'm talking. You know, I mean, we got people all over the world. Listen. But, but in New York, you don't need it. You could literally wait. But then again, in Florida, say if you have a car, you're good. By the end of the week, you could have at least minimum 500 bucks for putting in 20, 30 hours of work. Right. I'm saying so. Like my point is, and my point is that the reason why I hate DoorDash because it's getting ridiculously expensive, and that's never gonna go away. I'm gonna tell you something. DoorDash is never gonna go away. Because as long as people are lazy to go get their food, <laughs> they get extra 18, 20 bucks to, go, go, to have DoorDash brings it. It's never going to go away. You know what I mean? There's what, what? There's really no other, be like, be realistic. There's no other competition out there. Mm -hmm. No competition besides other food services. Because majority of restaurants can't really deliver food like that. I mean, Uber Eats is competition to them. No, but like I'm talking about the concept okay. of DoorDash. DoorDash, ooh, ooh, I don't, Uber Eats, man, they're just copiers. That's it. I mean, there's a lot of That's companies all. that did pretty well copying Facebook, yeah. you know, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, they're just copying. Well, I'm talking about the concept of DoorDash. Why so I say it, it's never going to go away. Mm -hmm. DoorDash is going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You know what I mean? And the con that concept just keeps getting bigger. It won't go away because as long as people don't want to leave the house, don't want to do this, I want to watch TV all day, I'll just DoorDash today, I'll Uber Eats today. Right. As long as that's still there, it won't go away. That means people will have to not be lazy. Right. Now, I mean, do you think that the stock is a good buy right here? Now, I had posted it on Marathon Money Plus when it was around like 130 and I had bought it, but I've since sold it and bought it back. And then I sold it again at um one sixty, I think it was one sixty three, something like that. It's sitting at one sixty seven right here, um at fifty four billion dollar market cap. What you think about? What you think about that? Man, it. Just by looking at the chart, it looks like it want to run up to like back up to the the high the where it was at. Um, 
I don't think I don't, I don't know about the high, but I was thinking the same thing. I'm thinking like, man, I probably sold a little too early. I I kind of want to get back so in. I'm thinking back to 200. It looks like that's where it want to go because it broke that resistance at um. At 160. Yeah, but say 160, yeah. Yeah, broke that resistance. That's why I had sold it around that area. I'm like, oh, I was thinking it's gonna come back down. And it could. You know, if I could, and get it could. It, if I could get it back down to the 140 area, I think I would probably buy again. If it start to break out a lot, you know, I could see it going back down one. If, if it start to see it go my bad, go ahead. I said I could see it go go back down to that like 145, 140, uh, 150 area. I, I'm I was agreeing with you. I, I I see that. Right, right. Yeah, this might. I didn't even look at this. This might be a solid play. Yeah, I like catching Dor- that. I like DoorDash. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Zor- that's what I'm trying to tell you. I I don't like DoorDash because it's so expensive. Like, yo, you get a burger from McDonald's. Like yesterday, I tried to order five guys. It's eleven dollar meal. It's twenty two bucks. I'm like, yo, <laughs> what? I'm like, yo. And the thing, this crazy part is, no matter what, people are gonna use it because at the end of the day, if you can't, if you have kids, you can't leave the house. You gotta use DoorDash. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got a broken leg. You can't leave the house. You gotta use DoorDash. You know what I mean? So either way, like that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's it's gonna be there. It's gonna be there forever because it's the most best way to go browse through any restaurant you want. And no matter how far it is, unless it's out of state or some crazy thing, no matter how far it is, the DoorDash will deliver it. Right. That's why I said that concept will never go away. That they they have to do DoorDash have to do something dumb for them not to make money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So man, um, we up here at the thirty minute mark. You can follow me anywhere at Camboni one one C A M B O N I one one. Um, hit us up on whatever Instagram, um, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever. Uh, leave us some good reviews in the Apple Podcast app, and um, keep the questions coming, like in my DMs and stuff. I like it when people ask me a lot of questions because um. Sometimes they ask me stuff about stocks I don't know about, and they have good setups. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to get in that, too. So um, yeah. keep them coming, man. Where can they find you, Kenny? Oh, KennyCon23, Kendrick, Colin, Twins in the Middle on Twitter. Um, yo, we appreciate the question. I got a question yesterday. It said, do you think crypto will surpass stocks permanently? Um, to be honest, to tell you the truth, Numbers wise, yes. Market cap wise, no. more likely. I don't think Mar- so. you don't. You don't think market cap wise? No. The market cap of the stock market is like I don't even know what it is. The whole stock market. Though Apple is worth over two trillion. Just Apple. Amazon is a trillion. You, I think you got another. Microsoft is over a trillion. We're talking about almost five trillion with five companies. That's that's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I get you. I get you. I got you. 
No, you got a point, man. Yeah, yeah. He's he's probably you probably right on that. Once you put that in perspective, you know what? You you probably right. Because the only reason why the, the only reason why cryptocurrency is all the way up there is only because of Bitcoin. Exactly. You take Bitcoin away, it's over. Right? That market cap not only get cut in half, it goes down eighty percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a you're right. You're right. But hey, man, keep the questions coming. We appreciate the love. Peace. Peace.